Uh, welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 79. Bring me some lime to put in my whiskey, of course, of which I had many of last week, hence last week's horrible, horrible episode where I forgot that it was a football pod and I didn't want to answer questions Tommy was giving me about football. But we're back. Um, a very enjoyable week of football. There was some English top flight back. Uh, we're going to cover that. Some Italy, some Germany, some Spain, some Ange watch, because I know all you Rangers fans out there are just waiting to hear me talk about Celtic sucking on the weekend. So don't worry, we'll get to that. Uh, but firstly, I'm going to kick it off by asking Tommy, who's on the other end of the line, how many will he get? Obviously, he being Erling Haaland. The freak, the alien boy. Given uh, Alan Shearer's record is 260, let's go... That's all time. Let's go conservative 261. 261. Oh, I was thinking like... Uh, I was thinking like Ricky Ponting numbers. Hit me. Like runs. Like, I don't know, like thousands of runs. Thousands of goals. Thousands. <laughs> Just in this singular 38-game season. Thousands. Yeah, it's going to completely break the fabric of football. Um, in reality, though, he's on track for like a good fifty to sixty this he, season. He really is. It's like Messi Ronaldo numbers in their prime. Yeah, he's a freak. And it's like when I when I look at it and you see it every weekend now, you're just like, yeah, fucking hell, we get it. You're insane. Please stop. You don't have, you don't have to tell us every single game. Do you reckon we're going to get to a point where we're, we're sick of Harland? <laughs> Uh, no, I can't get sick of watching him. He's just too good. He's too enjoyable. Um, that the goal on the weekend was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it was pretty standard for him. Like I don't know, it was a pretty normal goal. He just because it's he's him. A, it's his athleticism, and I think he, yeah, because he, he's so large limbed and so long, it just looks more spectacular. Yeah, the, it does. The defending wasn't great for it, but he um. Opened it up well. Got the defender turned his back a bit on him and messed it up, but still tucked it away. I don't think he's right footed either, is he? Who knows? Who knows? He could be everything. Let's give it. Let's just say he's everything. He's three footed. All right. Um. All right. Let's move on. Um. <laughs> we welcomed a third member of the night shift. <laughs> we welcomed a third member this week into the night shift team. Uh, friend of the show. Uh, fellow Adelaide United supporter, Cooper. He's not joining us on the pod. I think we record way too late for someone who works normal hours. Um, but he's jumped proper on. professional. A proper professional. He's jumped on board. He's helping us out with social media because you and I are absolutely hopeless at it. We're um, trash. We're just, we, we don't get it. We don't understand it. No, I don't want to, I don't know what to do. I don't, if I try to make a graphic, it's going to take me like, the best part of a day to figure it out. Uh, Cooper whips him up in a matter of minutes because he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, head to our Twitter, head to Instagram, head to Facebook. Uh, if you go to Facebook, change the settings there so that we pop up, change us to favorite so you, you see our posts and stuff come up. Cooper's going to be posting a bit more on there. Thanks a lot, man. Cheers if yeah. you're listening. I'm assuming Thank you he's so listening. Much. I'm assuming he's, he's listening um, since he's doing this he, for us. You would hope so. And he's somehow picking up all the uh, stray lines that I throw out in previous pods and using them against me. So yes, the, he does that. The social media is worth looking at now. So definitely have a look. Uh, man's got a keen ear. There was, he had one that uh, uh, we'll get to it later, actually from the other week. I'm not sure if I told you about it or not, but we'll get to it. Um, okay, great. <laughs> great. 
Uh, he's also a Liverpool fan. The dear listeners should know because a, a lot, a lot of our listenership are Liverpool fans. So they'll be happy to know we've got one on board. All right. So that's fantastic. And I can't wait to talk about them uh, from the weekend's games. <laughs> yeah. Well then. All right. Quickly. Fantasy football. Highest score this week. I, I believe it was Benny Whalen this week. Got the highest score with uh, oh. a 70. I haven't written down his team name. What's his Ooh. team name? Do we know it? Oh, it's just B Dubs. Yeah. Dubs. W. He keeps it. He keeps it simple. Yeah, well done. And it's keeps it simple. one of those. It's one of those ones you shouldn't forget. Yeah, excellent. Um, our leader though this week, Callum Miller moves to the top of the charts with uh PK Blinders. Is his Ooh. team name? You know, I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I believe I've just de- joined a futsal team with that name. Don't know how to feel. There you go. Maybe it's an omen, given that he's on top. Never been a big PK guy, though, you know? That's fair. Oh, he was good, I guess. Good footballer. Okay. It's not jealousy for, like, everything that's eventuated outside of his footballing career? No. No. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. All that's right. why I hate him. Let's dive into real football, not fantasy football. Uh, well done, Callum Miller, PK Blinders. Uh, real football. Uh, Roberto Deserbi has been announced as the new Brighton. I've butchered that. Roberto. Roberto Di Zerbi there it is has been announced as the new Brighton manager you got some notes on this one yeah this is um an interesting appointment given just where his career has gone over the um the course of really 7 years he was managing in uh Italian third division and yep. you know being a former player um he played for Milan i believe and Napoli uh, he never, played, never played a senior game for Milan, I don't think. Oh, he didn't? Okay. Yeah. Definitely Napoli, though. He was, ha- he was hanging about. Yeah, he was in there. He was learning some stuff from some legends. Um, so, yeah, to rise from, you know, where he was um, in the third division, having managed uh, Paomo, Benevento, Sassuolo, who he took to, I think, like successive eight-place finishes, which is pretty good. Yep. Um, and then went to Shakhtar. But after winning the league with them, was obviously left jobless in an untenable position, given the uh, the war and everything that happened. So, you know, this is a guy that's been out of work for a little bit, linked with the Juve job, uh, which we'll get to later again, because there was a big result in Italy. Could this, you know, four-year deal, he's taken over a high-flying goals. It's probably one of the easiest jobs you could walk into at the moment. Do you think so? I think so. I think you've got a good base of footballers to work with. And if you bring in the same kind of thing Potter did. I think he does. I'm, uh, I'm wondering how much of that squad's uh, like high-flyingness <laughs> is down to Potter, you know? Okay. So, yeah, you and think I, it is the ability. I'm worried that that's a, you know, they're big shoes to fill, I think. Um, I'm more just disappointed that the... The Potter thing is kind of over before it began. You know what I yeah. mean? Like not really, yeah. but obviously I last no, I agree. Year, last year they were really good, and he started to get some attention. And then this year, absolutely blown it open. A brilliant start for Brighton, so good to watch. And then, you know, it's kind of already over, and we didn't Straight get a away. full season of it. And he's gone to Chelsea, and it's all. I mean, it's a bit. I think I've even seen Chelsea fans that are kind of like, oh, good appointment, but. 
Everyone was really excited to see where this Brighton thing went. They were everyone's <laughs> second team. Yeah, we, we've been robbed of a really miracle moment. They weren't. I mean, you can't really cast any doubt in the Leicester. Everyone compares them to Leicester. Everyone gets compared to Leicester now if you're going to challenge for the title outside the big six. Yeah. You wouldn't be too surprised if they did a Leicester, though, because they were playing that well. It is a shame. No, I agree. But that's why you're hoping for a guy that brings, you know, the same kind of, like, courageous, just free-flowing, attacking uh, brand of football to the club. Just let them continue doing their thing. Don't upset it at all at the moment. Yep. Nah, good call. All right. Um, do you want to talk actual football games? Yes. What did you tune yeah. into, Sammy? Well, I was mostly Italian football this week. So good man. Um, I'll let you lead the way on this. Where do you want to start with the English top flight? Uh, given that I saw nothing on Saturday, Sunday was my tucked in <laughs> watching the EPL. Done. Brentford Arsenal. Yeah. Which was just on a, what a gorgeous time. 8.30 p.m. Seriously. How good. Ask, ask for anything better on a Sunday. Um, but watching this the whole time, dude, I couldn't get out of my mind. Like a scenario where uh, Ivan Tony is held up in front of his like his adoring English public while a man in a Melbourne city jumper yells at him, this, this is your new king. I'm not sure I follow you. Ivan Tony called up to the England squad. Mad height. He scored a hat-trick against a deplorable Leeds United. Yeah. And in this game, poof. Absolutely. Gone. Where's he gone? Where's he gone? He was just flat, I think. And, you know, trying to do too much because Brentford were a little bit of a step behind Arsenal and in the end, really comprehensively beaten by a side that was like cruising in third gear. Yeah. They were a bit. I had this game on, but I was watching like three. Three things. I had the Brownlow on the telly, and then I had two different soccer games on the laptop. One of them being Celtic, one being Arsenal, both on at eight thirty. Um, but when I so- every time I did flick over, they did look they were they did look like they were a step ahead. Arsenal. It's going well at the moment. I'm just waiting for that. You know, we'll have that one loss against someone average, and everyone in the, everyone in the media will forget everything they've done already this season and just be, oh, same old Arsenal. Oh, look, they're back to being a meme. Oh, like, yeah. And Sam, I'd, contend- I'd contend it's already happened. The yeah, slip, up so. against, the slip up against Man United wasn't in the four. But I, I look at it, I heard a, a good quote during the week. You know, there's 48 points available against the bottom eight sides, which is mostly what Arsenal's faced so far. And there's been a little bit of like conjecture. Oh, they haven't played anyone tough yet. They obviously have Spurs after the international break. Yeah. That'll be a great asset we'll get test. get to them of, soon. Yes, that'll be a great asset test of where they are. But for now, you know, the previous season's criticism was Arteta didn't pick up points against the lower table sides, and that's exactly what Arsenal are doing now. And, like, yeah. just so convincingly. So we'll, we'll see. There's no need for early predictions in this. You're going to do really well to beat City, but Arsenal sh- should well, – they look like a top four team. And like you said, if they can just – maintain a consistency they'll they'll probably get there yep fair 100 percent. what do you um, um what do you think of fabio fiera uh i didn't see too much of it but obviously i saw his goal um incredible wow don't know about yeah. the goatees sporting he's sporting a weird little goatee Oof. but um he uh some hit you love seeing them in yeah. off the post too always makes it look better tidy finish one touch took it out from his feet bang yeah you mm. love to see that 
So I guess Arsenal don't need a new Ericsson because he's been found. <laughs> Go tell Paul Merson. We don't need a new Ericsson. <laughs> Man United need an Ericsson, remember? Yeah, that's the main thing they're missing at the moment. Yeah. It's not that their games clash. <laughs> what do you got for us next? Uh, well, my favourite man, Fat Frank Lampard, landed his first win of the season. And Everton to save, Sam. Courtesy of a goal from who? It was one Neil Morpai. Who uh, formerly played for who? A certain Brentford team, I believe. Okay, you did this last week. I was hoping you wouldn't do it again, but you have. Uh, this was what I was referring <laughs> to earlier. You were called out last week for saying that Neil Mope was second striker behind Avantoni at Brentford last season, and it simply is not true. Yeah, because it was Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was second striker behind. I love... Mm, is it Daniel Sturridge? I love just seeing the realisation just come upon you then. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, man. Come on. It's the same trap. Oh, my God. New Every time, load into it. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's great. First goal since February, I believe. Good goal. He's, needs four, 14 more of them, I think, to um make up, make up his transfer fee. I think you so reckon too. it was a good, it was a good goal. Fortunate yeah, a good strike, goal. fortunate strike. It sits up nicely on the half volley. Yeah, I like it. I'm not, I'm, I'm unconvinced. I'm unconvinced. I think you should go back to Brentford. <laughs> go back to Brentford. <laughs> yeah, Everton have uh, only conceded six goals this season. Second strongest defense in the league. Mm, is, that's weird because they suck. Is this blowback on you and I giving uh, Cody and? Palkowski a little bit of shit earlier in the season? No, not at all. No, out, no, 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 no. Can't be us. No, we're still very justified in that because um, I didn't say they wouldn't make Everton better. I just said it was a strange move considering, or maybe not so going from uh, from Burnley to Everton, but going from Wolves seems a real step down. And yeah, of course, They've paired up well to make Everton's defense stronger, but Everton still suck. They still look <laughs> awful. Um, and they're, they're going to struggle to win many more games this year. I think they're just fortunate. They come up against a West Ham side who are in a pretty similar spot at the moment. They look like a disaster as well. Yeah, they are. I'll have you know Everton are above Wolves at the moment. So yeah, if I know. With one know. win. That's just. I know. But <laughs> this the state of the lower half of the league right now. Yeah. What I what I thought was before we get to West Ham, what I thought was most interesting in this game, genuinely shocked to see uh, Begovic playing. He I had exists. no i had no idea he was still a footballer, and so I was like, I checked how old he was because I thought, oh, this guy is ancient, surely. Oh, let me guess. <laughs> yeah, he hit it. Uh, Begovic, thirty-three. Oh, he's thirty-five. Oh. 35, so signed, yeah, right. Signed for Portsmouth in 2003, made his Prem debut in 2009. The most interesting thing about Begovic, aside from keeping a clean sheet and having a decent game, <laughs> notably one of six goalkeepers to have scored a goal in Premier League football. Very Sam, nice. Can, can you name the other five? Um, Tim Howard. Tim Howard, yes, 2012. Asmir Begovic, Tim Howard. How many are there? Five. There's six altogether, so you need oh, four more. Six. Jesus. I've named the... They're the only two I know, though. <laughs> um, 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 Shea Given. 
Not Shay Given, no. There was uh, um there was a famous one recently in 2021. Oh yeah. Last day of the season. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I got nothing. Hit me with it. <laughs> that was that was Allison in 2021. Oh, okay. Well done. Header, which I think got them into oh, the, the Champions header. League, which when yeah. they did, which they ended up winning the next season. So yeah. Ended up being a big one. It starts with uh, Peter Schmeichel in 2001. Yeah. Manchester United. Very good. Uh, Brad, Brad Friedel, 2004. Brad Friedel. Very good. That's good. I don't remember this one and I couldn't find any footage of it. I'm sure it's out there. Uh, Paul Robinson, 2007, which was Very the other good. one you were missing. Yeah. Lovely. There you go. That was a fun game. Thanks. I just, I was in, I thought you'd be impressed that I actually had the names written in front of me. I am actually, I'm a bit impressed and you weren't just like, guess, guess them, but I couldn't tell you if you're right or not. Yeah. And it's we'll just there. speculate whether or not that happened. That's how we used to do these games in the past. <laughs> Can this you name them? I, got, I don't know. This is now. why I fell into the Brentford trap, man, because I was too focused on the game. Um, um, also, my uh, goalkeeper, the goalkeepers are often my weak spot. Remember the other week, I couldn't, for the life of me, think of who Juventus's number one goalkeeper was. It's only Wojciech Szczesny. Oh, yeah. I've, for some no, reason, I couldn't nobody, think of it. Nobody. And then uh, you and I were at the Adelaide United friendly on the weekend. And I <laughs> every time we go watch Adelaide United, I, I forget who our goalie is. It's Joe Gauci. I always forget. I'm like, who's that guy? That's Oh, it's Joe Gauci. Oh. Yeah. Can, can you name the reserve keeper? Yeah, sure. You've not got a clue. Um, one win in seven for the Moisire or Moisey as he didn't like being called in the post-patch press conference. Moisey. Uh, yeah, he took umbrage of that, wasn't it? What wasn't about, Andy? as Man United fans called him, Moyes? Moyes. Well, you have to give it some kind of Latin flair, Sam. That's that's what you're looking for as a big club when you take on <laughs> David Moyes. Cool. You know, maybe it's weird for them to have started like this, given that they've qualified for Europe last two seasons. Um do you have any any inkling as to what's going on? No, nah, I just think their squad's not very good. That's which is, is like, which is it? Yeah, it doesn't look great. Which is interesting because they spent like 160 odd mil on players. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think they're just kind of like stuck between a new squad and old squad, trying to jam them in together? Uh, they seem very Everton of last year to me. Oh, yeah. yeah, I see. Or well, maybe Everton the last few seasons where they have actually yeah. gone out. They've spent, they've brought in some, uh, not to say massive name players, but, you know, guys that have played at top clubs in other leagues and stuff. And mm. yeah, and it's not quite working out. Yeah, you're right. There wasn't really one massive name. It was all guys coming from good seasons in good divisions, which I can't, it's not a bad thing to go out and recruit in that manner. No. But maybe he's brought in too many players, I think. Um, and you could like create this weird rift between new players, old players. Um, I think in those ways said something about uh, it was the players who I know and have been at the club recently that let me down today. I'm like, that's that's dangerous. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good way, saying... to, good way to get them offside. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't be saying shit like that. Yeah. So West Ham would be an interesting one because, yeah, you just wouldn't expect them to be down there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have no idea where they're going to end up. I think they'll be good enough to not be in the bottom three because oh, they won't. They won't go down. They won't go down, but uh, they're not going to be shaken much up in the top half either. I don't think. What have you got for us next? 
Yeah, well, speaking of one side that you wouldn't expect to be languishing at the uh, bottom of the table, mm. Spurs, Leicester, 6-2. There's a lot to like unpack about this game, but also n- nothing whatsoever. It's just like Spurs unconvincing, score six goals. <laughs> unconvincing six. I'll have to take your word for it because I haven't seen it. I just, I still haven't. I've watched them th- three times maybe this season, and every game I just have not been convinced by them whatsoever. Yeah, but they're but they're doing that thing that you know champions champion teams do, and they just go out there and they win games. And maybe you don't when you've got the firepower of Son off the bench scoring a hat trick. Maybe you don't have to play well. Uh, maybe you don't, and yet you especially don't have to play well when Leicester's defense has been notoriously. Uh, leaky this year they're like just crumble they crumble so easily and it's kind of pathetic really it is yeah it really is laughable which is kind of sad for a team that we've all revered as like our our former second side before we all took Brighton on it's hard to watch I think I don't really like to see Leicester get beaten and they were in this game it was 3-2 for like a good Leicester, Leicester currently, I think, like they've conceded twenty-two games in the opening seven. Isn't that um, the opening seven games? Twenty-two goals conceded in the opening seven games. Mm. Isn't that like that's the most ever, isn't it? By this point of the season. Oh, that's a great call. Uh, Someone, we'll look into that post game. Yeah, post game, post post, whatever, post pod. I think it is. I'm I'm approach this pod like it's a game. Yeah, all right, that's good. We'll go with it. If it's not true, then. uh, Whatever, Slayers. Neil Mopay didn't play for Brentford either. What are you going to do about it? I think he did play for Brentford at one point. Whatever. He didn't come from Brentford. (laughs) Just like at risk of skipping over Spurs, we're going to talk about them a lot, I imagine, in the North London derby breakdown. So We will. Let's just go to Leicester. I think I was anticipating Rodgers to have been sacked before we recorded this, and I wouldn't be so surprised if when this comes out, he has been. But yep. they're like at a season-defining crossroads right now. Their next four games are Forest at home, Bournemouth away, Palace at home, Leeds at home. Yeah. And for me, it's like if you sack now, potentially have someone in by the end of the international break and ready to kind of like reap that new manager bounce. Or do you wait to give them the chance and then potentially go into a World Cup break without a win, rooted to the bottom of the table? I'd probably, uh, I'd probably asked him at this point. I just think I, I, I'm not a big like just sack guys out of nowhere, but this wouldn't be out of nowhere. I think they're with the players they've had, um, uh, that the writing seems to be pretty on the wall at the moment. It's looking pretty unsalvageable at this point, uh-huh. which is huge for a club that won the league six years ago. It's almost like that Blackburn turnaround. I'm not. I wonder how many years after they won it did they go down. It might have been a little bit more. Might have been eight, nine, ten. A lot more. Um, but you know we've seen this happen before. It can happen. Uh, there just wasn't enough investment in the off season, and like we said, as much as we hate it, you have to properly invest in your teams. Yeah. Not just wildly splash cast, but actually, you know bolster it in some way, not sell your number one keeper and not really replace him. And Fafana. Well, that's it. And where is that money gone? I mean, you get yeah. rid of it that close to the end of the window. Don't bring it in, really. 
Yeah, same thing. And a little, little bit further back, yeah. like Mares, Kante. Where did, where has that yeah. where has that eventuated? I mean, they've kind of got back on that in like uh the Kante thing with like Yuri Tillemans. Uh, mm. but not quite but the even, same player, but yeah. Nah. He's a great, great signing. But even again, you're looking He's a at a brilliant him, you're player. Like, you're like, yeah, but you need someone in there now that's fresh alongside him. Yeah. To rejuvenate him too. Yeah. So yeah, uh, big big trouble less. And at the moment, he's playing. Tillemans is playing centre mid alongside Dewsbury Hall, who's mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah, just just another young English footballer. It's not that great. Yeah, he's getting too many minutes at his stage of the career. I think. Yep. Cool. Uh what's next? Let's do EPL quick wrap, really quick. All right, you go for e- it. Emphasis on the quick. See if you got anything to say. Forest are decent, but not good enough to keep shipping three at home to stay up. Uh yeah, agree. They're they're in trouble. Nineteenth place now. Yep. It's probably it will it continue on like this for the rest of the season? Probably. Uh yeah. F- Fulham. Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh, I was just gonna say I think I still see enough the games I've watched of Forest, I've seen enough enough upside to think that they could win games, but they can't string ninety minutes at the moment. So it's really good patches, but then really leaky patches, and that will not help. Yep. I'm still I'm backing them to get out of it. No, oh, it's st- mm. I agree with you up until the point where they stay out of it. You're sending them um, down. Uh, yeah, I think I sent them down preseason. I still believe that. Okay. Fulham are sixth. Yeah. Fulham are sixth. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Fulham yeah, I, got sixth. No- I got nothing to add to that. Just, I'm surprised, but um, uh, they've they've been worth it. They're not like uh, I'm not sure if they're over are they overachieving being in sixth, or have they yes. just got it? Have they just got it right this time though by sticking with a solid squad that's played so much football together? I would argue that they are overachieving, given that they've scored twelve, conceded eleven. They're just kind of up and down at the moment. They have good games. Where they put a couple of goals on and they look comfortable. They have bad yeah. games where they get rolled. You'll probably see the middle out. Will they get relegated now? Don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Cool. It's, it is interesting. It's cool to see them up there. It's, it's it's a nice little twist. It's harsh to still be considering them for relegation at the moment, given what they've done early <laughs> on. But you know, uh, oh, I wouldn't want to rule them out just because the teams. There's some teams down there that are just really shouldn't be like have the potential to get out of there. So who yeah. knows? We'll see how it goes. It's it's a really, I think if you're looking as like a neutral for a relegation battle, you're looking at a really good one at the moment. Yep. Because like from eighth down, the most that they've won is two games out of seven, which is just nuts. Um, yep. Which brings me to this. Newcastle only have one win this season and sit in 10th. Yep. After all that noise they've made. Unreal. After spending more money than any other side in a calendar year, one win. Uh, it's amazing that you can have one win at this stage and be sitting 10th, though. Uh, they do have five draws, but boy, they've made a lot of noise, and so far the points aren't coming. Uh, they're not going down, but they're not no. setting the world on fire. It's it's the equilibrium, isn't it? It's like, would you rather win or not lose? And yeah. I think probably not lose at the moment because you probably only got upside. But still, it did trip me out to see that. Yep. That's my EQL EPL quick wrap. EQL. All right, can I just rewind one second to City? Yeah. Oh, yeah, hit it. Uh, yeah. I just want to – I want to uh, – the red card. 
Did you see it? <laughs> I did see it. <laughs> Is it not fair? All ball. There's a. I have a few nominations this week there for some rigged or shit red cards. Okay, you reckon there was a bet on? And uh, just obviously uh, Collins is that his name? Wolves. Mm, uh, we'll straight in the. Sh- we'll put him in the. It's not really rigged or shit. It's now rigged or shit or completely bonkers. <laughs> and oh my god, <laughs> his his is in the completely bonkers category. What was he thinking, madman? I just I like that he had the just the the little inkling in his mind that uh, yeah I could get this yeah this yeah. is a good idea there's got to be at least one point in his thinking like yeah this is this is normal this is a normal thing to do I'm gonna <laughs> kick this guy in his chest <laughs> what an idiot hey absolute moron and he tried to ple- tried to plead his case for a little bit too <laughs> mate which, get again off. I respect which indicates um, total madman even. I would say equally bonkers is the amount of people I've seen on the internet in the last few days as well, uh, showing a still shot of him flying through Grealish and a still shot of Haaland's boot in the air against oh. Anderson from Palace. We're not really comparing here. those, are we? Come How the on. hell is that the same uh, thing? Get lost. The old, the old tall poppy. Uh, we don't. We hate Haaland and City because they're winning. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, all that How stuff. How is different? Well, Whatever. so many reasons. Uh, this yeah. was more like Cantona dropping that Palace fan. Yeah. Um, I have two other, there was two other red cards. There was one in the Madrid derby, which we'll get to later. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. No, I didn't see this one. Uh, Her- Hermoso, the left back for Atletico, from okay. a, an Atletico attacking corner. And he's just kind of jostling with the man to get get away and he just kind of gives him a little puts his hands up the Real Madrid player falls to the floor like he was shot in the face there's never really any touch to the face and uh, oh, the ref the referee no. blows the referee blows the whistle second yellow straight away obviously I uh, don't think VAR can intervene in that because it's a uh, they probably wouldn't anyway because he did kind of push him but like you know um, got a second yellow for that and was sent off um, which I thought was at the time, I was like, the referee's going to look at this later and think, wow, I'm an idiot. Um, but also, I don't feel sorry for the Atletico guy being upset that the Real Madrid player dived because you play under Simeone and that's, you know, <laughs> all levels of bullshit like that go on under Simeone. So you can't oh, complain. Yes. You can't complain when other teams do it, all right? It's hypocrisy and we will not have it on this podcast. Yep. And the other one is in the game that I'm just about to get to. Uh, I'm going to move across to Italy. Uh, Monza beat Juve 1-0 and Angel Di Maria was sent off for a... Um, hmm. It's an interesting one, isn't it? It was definitely, initially... It's definitely shit. <laughs> yeah, initially I thought gigantic idiot. And then you see the close-up and you're I like, still... oh, he's kind of just elbowed him in the chest. I still bit. think gigantic idiot. Yeah, obviously, right? And in the wake of what happened in the previous <laughs> game with three red cards and you're doing yeah. shit like this. Um, Di Maria, <laughs> idiot, confirmed. But still, it wasn't that bad, do you know? No, it wasn't that. I think it's a I red. don't think it's a red. I, don't I think, think it's it a is. Red. It's a pretty vi- it was a pretty violent action. Uh, obviously, the Monza players milked it for all it's worth and I'd love to see him get cop something as well, but... Wouldn't that be great? Red card and you get a yellow for putting it on. I saw it. Yeah, uh, I saw it. And he's getting a red because of what he did, but you're getting a yellow because 
get up off the floor, you idiot. That's why. I don't want to freaking hear it. That happened to me once in Sunday League where I did have my foot too high, but I never connected with the player. And so I got mm. booked for having a high foot and he got booked for pretending that I kicked him in the face. Actually, <laughs> love that. Um, but yeah, the way. <laughs> I'll get into Italy because it was a massive week. The top six all kind of getting around, playing each other. Um, let me find my table here before I just jump into these games. I was looking at the Premier League table. Blah, blah, blah. Bear with me, folks. Come on. Come on, Sam. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> I can cut this out. I'm enjoying this pep talk, though. I've got it in front of me. Do you want me to read it out to you? Uh, no, Napoli, I've got it now. Atalanta. Udinese. <laughs> I've got it here now. But there were some massive games. Um, Monza, obviously, sitting bottom, beat Juve to lift themselves up. Were they bottom? Yeah, they were. Um, Let's say they were bottom. Yeah, It looks like it. A 1-0 win over Juventus, who were absolutely disgusting. I think we talked Gosh. a bit about Juve last week and how appalling they've been, but they were just completely gross in this game, and they deserved to lose. That was excellent. Milan played Napoli at the San Siro. That was a huge one. Napoli got the win there. Big Oli Giroud scored again for Milan, my boy, oh, our boy. Up and about. We, yeah, we I'm a big Oli Giroud guy. Yeah. I had him down um, his best striker in the world at one point. Yeah, and the new guy at Napoli, uh, talked about him last week, uh, Simeone scored, came across from Hellas Verona. He scored the winner. Um, Milan's defending, letting them down at times. They're pretty young and inexperienced at centre-back, so that kind of hurt. Roma, this was a big one. Roma versus Atalanta. Um, They've been really impressive, but also... Yeah, they've had their moments, Roma, where they've looked horrid as well, like in the Europa League. Um, they absolutely dominated this game. I don't know how they didn't win, but they've gone down 1-0 um, and it leaves Atalanta second and still leaves Roma sitting around, uh, where are they, sixth at the moment. And Tammy Abraham missed some sitters. Um, Did he? I don't know, but they, they're still, they've been exciting to watch. I think they'll they'll be okay. Atalanta, I think, are overachieving at the moment. Um Okay. Given given their squad, but um, you know, good on them. And the other one, this one's very impressive. Udinese beat Roma four 0 the other week, and now they've gone and put three past Inter and beat them three one. They are looking unstoppable at home. Uh, away, not as strong. They they played Milan first game of the year away and lost four two, but they still put two away. Um, they put two past Milan. Three pass into four pass Roma now. Uh, they're sitting mm. third, and Good last return. year, last year they were a bit of a. Uh, they weren't horrible, but they were. You know, they were in that dangerous territory in the like twelve to twelve to seventeen kind of range. So, um, mm. right now they sit third, and this league is incredibly exciting. It's so tight, man. There's like, like you say, Milan uh, inexperienced at the back, drop crucial points, but they're still only three points away from Napoli in first. So. It's not like a massive reach for them. Just on the games I looked at, like Roma smashed Atalanta. It was a proper FIFA score. And oh, yeah. <laughs> one of those just, it's probably an aberration. Uh, yeah, like you said, Atalanta's probably overachieving in Roma, just slightly underperforming at the moment. Um, outside of that, the the Juve-Monza game. Like you said Monza and I was like, are we talking about Formula One? I had no idea they are on the top flight. This is so it's so cool to see the reaction of the fans post game, man. They came Both. up last year in the playoff. Yep. Yep. 
And they're yeah. fr- like that. So this is their first ever win in top flight Italian football. Uh, I don't know about ever, but this season, yeah. I, th- I think I read that was like the first time ever. Okay. Yeah. Huge fans up and about. Um, interesting that this is Silvio Berlusconi's new team. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? Power has to like come. Money and influence can get you everything. Yeah. But there was one thing because you told me to look at it. I watched the game and I thought it was cool. I read into this team a little bit more. Beautiful irony in the results, Sam. Because mm-hmm. the new Monza boss, Rafael Palladino, yeah. formerly of Juventus, but when they were in the second division following a certain rigged or shit scandal. <laughs> rigged. The the saddest thing about this is that after they were promoted, he was pretty much sold immediately. Yeah. And here he is. Here he is. Tasting the delicious, delicious irony. Um. They are also this week, for me, mm, there's actually a few it. nominations, but Juve were my main multi-killer this week. Um, Ditto. Because I had uh, Udinese and draw into you. Ugh, so bad. I'll put a new one forward as well on behalf of our uh, social media man, Cooper, but uh, he just needed his the last leg of his multi was uh, Roma, but not even like Roma outright. Roma double chance, win or draw. Oh and no! And they've gone and done a FIFA game and dominated and lost one nil. So that that hurts. That it's hurts. the kind of thing that makes you want to quit the punt. Yeah. Um, we got a couple of other multi killers, so I'll keep going. I'll move across to Germany now. Um, Bayern lost one nil to Augsburg, pretty much destroying everyone's Ow. Saturday night multis. Um, they're sitting fifth at the moment. And their last three, four games in the Bundesliga have been atrocious. <laughs> They've been appalling. They they edged out a win against Stuttgart last week, I think. The week before they lost, and now they've lost to Augsburg. They sit fifth. Um, I don't know what's going on with them. It's just so dissimilar from their Champions League form at the moment, where they've beaten Barcelona and Inter. And it's just it's not translating at all to the league. It makes no sense. Yeah. It's uh it's strange. They're gonna come good. You know, they're still only they're only five points off the top. Uh Union Berlin sit top at the moment with five wins, two draws. Um unbeaten. Yeah. How good to see is that man. Yeah, the only team in the league left without a uh without defeat. So uh Red Bull Leipzig languishing in twelfth despite battering the doors off of Dortmund 3-0 the other week. Uh, who knows what's going on in Germany at the moment? It is, It literally is all over the place, and it's so hard to pick what's, who could beat who or what's going on where. Um, an exciting one from the weekend, Dortmund played Schalke in the Revier derby. It was the first one in, in like a season or two since Schalke, because Schalke got relegated. They came back up. Um so it was pretty fiery. The scenes, it was absolute scenes. I don't know if I sent it to you, but the the yellow wall literally just had like a wall of fire. And just it was it was crazy. Yeah, ridiculous to think that fans could like produce that kind of thing in coordination inside a football stadium. Yeah, so foreign to us in this country, where like you stand up with a beer and two cops are like, "Where are you going, mate? What? <laughs> who, who are you looking for? You just put that down. You just sit back down there, son." Sit down. Sit down, lad, and watch the football. You think you need to go to the bathroom or something, but you don't. Sit you down. You don't. 
Just piss your pants. You think you need to go back to the bar, but you don't. Sit down. Ah, uh, yeah. Good, uh, yeah. good shit. For the first good 10 shit. minutes or so, um, you couldn't really see much of what was happening on TV. It was like, it was just so much, <laughs> but it was excellent. Like the noise and what stuff expect, was incredible. Um, they put on a show there. It's so good. But Yusufa Makoko, do you remember hearing about this kid? Yeah, yeah, I remember him being a little bit of a FIFA beast a couple of seasons yeah, ago. He hit the scene. Um, he's never really been a FIFA beast, maybe potential-wise, but uh, yeah, yeah that's he hit I mean. the scene a couple of years ago when he was 15 at Dortmund, and everyone's like, this guy's not 15. He's like 35 because yeah. he's massive. He is now 17, and he scored the winning goal with 12 minutes to play. So that's oh, a good cool story. So he's bigger now? He might be. Maybe. Maybe he's taller. Probably. Seventeen is pretty young, man. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, D- Dortmund absolutely battered uh, Schalke. Yeah, they just couldn't score. Yeah. Oh, and in the most devastating of uh, happenings on the weekend, one of my favorite players of all time. I, I reckon he's probably nearly done. Marco Royce got stretched off with an ankle injury, um, and his ankle injuries. He looked in agony as well, and it was it was tough to watch because. He's had a lot of these injuries over his whole career. He missed out on a World Cup because of it, I think. Did he miss out on that World Cup squad? I think he did. But they won, yeah. Yeah. And he's just had so many injuries that it just won't go away. And they just he just seems to get bad ones too. Um, poor bloke. But he is like Mr. Dortmund right now. So losing him is just a huge blow. I think though, honestly, I think this Dortmund side struggles to finish top four this season. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big call. I wonder if you can lay that. They're second at the moment, but they're just mm. I don't I don't see it, you know. So we're we're putting our crutches out for Marco and yeah. we're Don't say considering it. considering Dortmund outside the top four. Oh yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say something else <laughs> that I didn't like. All right. Tell me off it. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh we've got the Spanish derby. I kind of just already talked about it, but did you catch any of this one? I have unfortunately missed this game. Uh, I saw that my boy Fetty Valverde keeps tearing it by, up. By Spanish derby, obviously. I mean the Madrid derby. Yeah, Madrid derby. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> the, the only one that matters, clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rodrigo scored. Uh, Valverde played well. Did he score as well? He did so score, yeah. One. Yep. And, uh, yeah, but there was, some, there was some vile shit going on because someone in the media during the week said that Vinicius Jr. celebrates his goals by dancing like a monkey. Um, which I then did see led this was to, referred. Yeah, and then Atletico fans were chanting at him during the game. Um, Vinny Jr. obviously took the piss like he always does. He didn't score, but the others, when they scored, kind of did his celebration with him too, which is really good. Good to see. Yeah, I love that. Stand up against but, it. Fuck that. Yeah, we don't need that kind of shit in the game, especially in the media, man, perpetuating that kind of angle. Uh, Vinny's like a great player as well. Why would you even do that? Yeah. Nonetheless, um, Atleti made a couple of interesting decisions in this game. One being to start Anton Griezmann, which could potentially trigger the Barcelona 40 odd million euro move. Shows a sign of intent to start him given all that's hanging over him and Mm. to still lose the game would be really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't feel much uh, sorry, sorryness for Atletico. So um, they are the masters of shithousery, aren't they? Yeah, we've and spoken about, it. we've done it on here before, like Champions yeah. League last year. Like they're it's, it's too, fun to watch. 
I don't know if it is fun to watch. It's to it's to a complete other level of shithousery though, where it's it's not even shithousery. It's like they're just fuckwits. It's cheating. Yeah. But then they get very upset about other people doing things to them, and they carry on like it's the biggest injustice ever. And like yeah. that's what I was saying. Like with this red card, it was an unjust red card that Atletico got. But I don't feel sorry for him because you know you guys are the masters of this. You can cop some back. Deal with it. It's. Yeah, look, you can't really disagree with that. It would be just rank hypocrisy to to say that they don't deserve this kind of thing. Um, yeah. But you know, that's what I really like about Isaias, and that's <laughs> I, I, I just I like that you can't do anything to him, and he can do whatever he wants to everyone else, and that's what Atleti do. And so as a neutral, because they're never gonna have to play Leeds, it's really fun to watch because it upsets these these giants. <laughs> it's the definition of giving it out, not taking it, not being able yeah. to take it. Yeah. All right, we've got one little thing left. I know yeah. all, the, all the Jersey boys have been waiting for it. Oh. I, don't, I don't know why they're so excited, though, because they still suck. Um, <laughs> and watch. And also, I would suggest also a nomination Petty. for Multi-Killer this week. Not for me or you, but I'm sure, I'm sure plenty of people out there somewhere had their Multi ruined by Celtic. Uh, they went down 2-0 away to St. Mirren. Um, tough week, tough tough week for old Ange amid uh, a lot of media pressure about him potentially taking the Brighton job. He's been asked a lot about that, and then every time mm. he answers a question in blunt fashion over there, they write a big story about him being disrespectful and being a horrible bloke and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, they Celtic were appalling in this game. It was probably the most insipid display I've seen from them since. Ooh. Since uh, Neil Lennon, or since Ange took over, and they've yes. had some, they've had some losses in that time and some poor games. They started last year pretty poorly, but this this was horrible. Um, you know, they hold a two point lead still because they pumped Rangers in the old firm, but um, you wouldn't want to see too many of those displays. And it's he made a lot of changes to the side. Mm. I was going to ask, uh, was Aaron, it burnout? But clearly not burnout. Nah, Aaron Moy got a start, and a few others. A new guy came in at left back, and. Um, you know, they just didn't look up to it. So, well, speaking of left back, that's uh, exactly the position one Ryan Strain exposed in order to lay on a nice assist. <laughs> yeah, Strainy, they got a couple of there. Strain is there, Bacchus is there, um, yeah. and they've been playing well from all reports. I, yeah. I couldn't tell you because I don't see a whole lot of St. Mirren, to be honest, but. Who oh, does? you really you're letting the pod down by not fulfilling yeah. your SPL correspondent yeah, duties. He sorry. got man of the match. He got man of the match, Ryan Strand. Yeah. Um Celtic, 364 day unbeaten run in the uh yeah. SPFL broken. One day short of a whole year. Ah well, it happens, doesn't it? It's a pretty good achievement nonetheless. Yeah. 32 wins, six draws. <laughs> like, yeah. Two out dominance. Had to come to an end at one point. Uh, St. Mirren are doing okay. They're top four or something. So, yeah, maybe it won't. Maybe they'll take points off Rangers later on in the season. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I, I can't comment on that. Can I have to be neutral? Yeah, just be neutrally sad right now. That's what they want. <laughs> Give the people what yeah. they want. It was it was horrible to watch. It was disappointing. It's really disappointing to um, you know, drop points in a game like that when you just weeks ago beat your main rival to yeah. get that gap, you know, um, you know, it just goes to show both, both sides will still drop more points to 
other teams this year. It's going to happen every now and again. So we'll see how it pans out. Yep. I like that wait and see option from you, Sam. Yeah, Don't get too brilliant. emotionally attached yet. Hey, you got anything else you want to add this week? No, it no, we've done it. That was a great weekend of football, I think. And I can't wait to see more club football this weekend. <laughs> brilliant. What are we going to do? Give us some English top flight. Do it. <laughs> Just give us something. I mean, unless we watch the international games, I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, I hate them. Into lull. Good, good luck. Into dull. Into dull. I don't mind yeah. that. Yeah, it's a shocking time for football, the international break. No one cares. No one cares. Even There's when it World matters. Cup no in one, like a month. Even when it matters, no one really cares. Like, mm. it's like, yeah, we kind of care, but I'd rather just watch club football. Anyway. In saying that, please listen to the red edition that we may or may not do because we'll be talking about the Socceroos squad. <laughs> Will we? And their upcoming friendly against New Zealand. Oh, news to me, but all right, let's do that. <laughs> See ya. Bye-bye.